Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's the Tea, the podcast that gives you football news in the most digestible way possible. My name is RJ, and I am here with my co-host, Ryan, and we're going to change it up a little bit this week, because this week we are doing a NFL mock draft, which is essentially just our predictions of how the first round of the real NFL draft is going to go down next week. Ryan, how are you feeling about the NFL draft? I feel like... I feel like mock drafts are super fun to do, but they're never accurate at all. You can get it from the best analyst and it will be like zero. Like he'll, he'll, he'll miss on every player except the first guy. And sometimes you'll miss on the first guy too. It's like no mock draft is actually accurate. I think my favorite one was when it was the Baker Mayfield year when everyone said Sam Donald was going to be the first overall pick. Uh, and out of nowhere, 30 minutes in Baker Mayfield out of nowhere, out of nowhere. From left field. <laughs> From left field. I think, that, was that also the Laramie Tunsil here? Oh, God. That's oh, so God. crazy. That was the same draft. But anyways. That's uh, a story we need to cover. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. That's, a, that's, that's some tea that we need to talk about. But with how this is going to work is, obviously, there's two of us. So we will be alternating picks every single pick. So, Ryan, you will get the number one pick this year and then yes. i will go pick two he'll go three four so on and so forth until we've gone through the whole first round all 32 picks yeah, we'll try to keep said, it pretty short you know 30 seconds or less for each pick because there there are 32 picks to go through mm-hmm, exactly so without further ado we're not going to hold y'all here for too long let's get started with the number one pick in the draft it is the jacksonville jaguars ryan you are on the clock Go the new it. head coach, I think it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. You literally just take the best player available. When your team is this bad, you don't pick based on need. You pick based on who's the best player available. It just so happens they need help on the D-line. I think everyone, I think they filled out their draft card already. I don't think there's a question here. His player comp, Max Crosby. Love that. Nice. Moving on to pick two of the draft. It's the Detroit Lions. This is my pick. They need a quarterback, they need an edge, they need a safety. And for me, I think going? I'm going to get spicy immediately right now. I'm going to go QB, edge for QB. this one. Oh! I am going to go with a surprise pick for you, Ryan, probably. I'm going with Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Trayvon Walker. Okay. His player okay. is Rashawn Gary of the Green Bay Packers. He is a player who doesn't make you go wow when you really look at his stats, but he does all the dirty work to make the defense look better altogether. So again, not a wow in terms of the stat sheet, but he's just a physical freak. He is a great edge player and he's going to help what the Lions are trying to do. And that's what I feel like their philosophy is with their new head coach. It's just beat people down to the dirt. Like that. You kind of, you made me switch up my draft board a little bit. All right. So the Houston Texans pick third. They got a new coach to Lovey Smith. I think, right? Yeah, Lovey Smith. Correct, correct. He's very defensive-minded. We're going to go with Kayvon Thibodeau. Ooh. And I think this is really, in a way, it's almost like a, everything's coming full circle because his player comp is Jadavion Clowney. The Texans picked Jadavion Clowney number one overall about almost 10 years ago, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great fit, I think. I love that pick. I know how it just goes full circle. Ryan, you messed up my draft board a little bit too. You know what's funny? Lie. The first three picks so far, all huh? edge players. All edge. Can't have this enough was a really good pass rushers. Yeah, can't have enough of those. So moving on, we have the Jets at four. This is their first pick. They have two in this draft. 
they are looking for either an offensive tackle, an edge, or a safety. And I feel like what better thing to do than to protect Zach Wilson and mm. get the most pro-ready offensive tackle as Evan Neal out of Alabama. He will be going forth. Apparently, his comparison is Jordan Mailata from the Eagles. Okay, and we okay. talked about him in the last draft or in the last podcast. He's just a physical freak. He's pretty big, not as big as Ikemakwanu, which was what I was saying last episode. But he is still the best in terms of skill, technician, motive, and drive. Can't go wrong with Evan Neal at number four. All right. At number five, the uh, New York Giants pick. They also need help on the O-line. I wanted to give them Evan Neal, but because you took Evan Neal, we'll just take the next best guy available. His name is Ikim. Um, You can say the last name and you can say the player comp because I do not have his player comp. But I think, quick reason why, they came to the offseason needing to beef up their O-line for Danny Dimes. Either I live under a rock or I don't know who they signed, but they got Mark. Lewinsky from the Colts and re-signed John Feliciano. The line is still kind of a mess. I feel like you bring in this guy. He's not as polished as Evan Neal, but they get one of the best offensive tackles from this draft. So to make it a break a year for Danny. I am so concerned. So let me back this up. Igan McQuanu's player comp is, I think you're not going to like this one. It's Kalichi Osemele. Ah, we had him. We had, we had him. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. That's why I feel like you would have liked that one. My concern for the Giants picking them they have an Ikemaquanu already. It's Andrew Thomas. <laughs> that didn't pan out too well so far, just yet. They, they got two. Yes, so yes. hopefully one of them hits. With that being said, we are at pick six. It is the Carolina Panthers. Their team needs are offensive tackle, quarterback, and interior offensive lineman. And you know me. I like to stir the pot a little bit. We're going to get a little spicy here. The Panthers are going to be selecting quarterback here. And it's not my top what? quarterback. Quarterback. But it is the quarterback that I think they need. And it's Kenny Pickett at six. I like and why is the that? first so, quarterback off the board. First I quarterback really, I really off the like board. That. Kenny Pickett, his player comp is Andy Dalton, and he is the most pro ready quarterback. For a head coach who is on the hot seat, I feel like the Panthers need to win now, and they're not going to do it with Sam Darnold. They need to get a better quarterback and upgrade in that position. Kenny Pickett is your guy. All right. At seven, the New York Giants. I already went offense tackle. This time around, I will pick a safety, Kyle Hamilton. Ooh, nice. I think this is low-key, a little bit low for him in this draft if we don't consider positional value. I think Mm. he is a top five pick in this draft. It's just the fact that he's a safety. You don't pick safeties that high. You don't pick safeties that high. His player comp is Derwin James. Pretty Which is solid. Very, very solid at seven. I mean, it, I think it will help too because the, the the safeties for the Giants right now, I don't think they have many outside of like what, Xavier McKinney and Julian mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They are. They, um, Julian Love, do they still have Jabril Peppers? No, Pe- Peppers definitely left somewhere. He went somewhere mm-hmm. else. I, let me double check that. Got you. Well, I mean, while um, you go figure that New out, England. I am on the clock. Wow, really? That's crazy. Um, while I'm on the clock, I have the Falcons at eight. They need an edge, a wide receiver, and a quarterback. My board is all types of messed up, so I'm just going to have fun with this one. Let's see here. They need eight. They could either go edge, which is Jermaine Johnson, or wide receiver. 
I will go with Jermaine Johnson, the edge out of Florida State. And with Jermaine Johnson, he's a very interesting player. So his player comp is Preston Smith. And he is just a great, somewhat versatile defensive end, can be a 4-3 defensive end or a 3-4 outside linebacker, depending on the guy. And yeah, great move, good technique to attack the quarterback and maximize his potential. He should be moving around the field. I like to pick four edge rushers within the top 10 so far. Mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I still like they got back to the first round as part of trading Russell Wilson to Denver. And the reason they they didn't originally have one is because they traded for Jamal Adams from the, from the jets, mm-hmm. that defensive, that positionless defensive weapon cost them a lot of money or a lot of draft picks. I think they're going to go with a QB here because I don't think it's rational to walk into the training camp part of the season with just Drew Locke and Geno Smith on your roster. I don't want to like take shots or anything, but there was a reason Drew Locke got traded. There's a reason Geno Smith is, is a journeyman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These two guys do not, they're not long-term answers. You took the guy I wanted to give him Kenny Pickett, because I honestly feel, you know, with Pete Carroll's philosophy of just running the ball, you don't need a, a high ceiling quarterback, but second best guy here. I'm going to go Matt Corral or Coral. Wow. Because I think it's a higher floor. Hear me out. It's a higher floor than Malik Willis. Willis is too boomer bust. And I don't think Seattle can afford that because they do have good weapons, weapons and pieces in place. They just don't have a quarterback. And with the emergence of Rashad Penny, you don't need a boomer bust. You don't need to go that big. Wow. I, this pick you know is probably I mean? going to be the most spiciest pick. Matt Corral's player comp is Baker Mayfield, who is someone that the Seahawks had been tied to trading for, actually. So, solid pick. I think so. Very, very solid pick. I'm on the clock now. I have the Jets right now at 10. And I would like to, I don't know if I need to apologize, but Sauce Gardner has slipped for far too long. He needs to be drafted in the top 10. So, might as well put him in at pick 10. His player That's comp value. is. Yeah. His player comp is Dominique Rogers Cromartie or oh, Richard Sherman. DRC. On, DRC or Richard Sherman, depending on you know what time you kind of watch football. The man is long, lean, plays a mean zone corner, and he has that Richard Sherman attitude and plays with like that cockiness and authority, like gets in your head a little bit. So in a way, might be good for Rob Solomon because he had Richard Sherman. This is like a younger, undeveloped version of Richard Sherman. Right. It's a it's it's a working piece that he can use yes okay up next at pick 11 we have the washington commanders they need a wide receiver they only have scary terry i think scary terry is very i i I don't want to say he's undersized but he's definitely smaller for wide receivers you know he's really fast already so this is the only reason why i'm not taking my number one wide receiver here i am changing a little bit i am taking your guy drake london because he's a big guy people are concerned uh about his like uh top end speed but i don't Mm -hmm. think that should be an issue because you have scary terry Mm, you know everyone can play a different role you get chris olave in it's kind of like you have both guys that are six feet tall that can like run fast you know Mm -hmm. why why don't we get a red zone threat going i like that thing you don't even have to change his uniform I pick 12. I got the Minnesota Vikings. They need a safety interior defensive lineman 
or cornerback. And that is the position I'm going to be targeting. We are getting the best cornerback on the board. So arguably the best cornerback in the draft. If he wasn't injured, it's Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. His player comp is Stephon Gilmore. So again, one of the best players in the entire draft, but he's, he hasn't been able to stay on the field because of injuries, but you can't take away from the fact that he had a really great 2019 season. And I don't know. I feel like he's kind of in the same boat with Kayvon Thibodeau that like, you know, he has some off the field issues, but like, if you're talking about pure talent standpoint, Derek Stingley Jr. is a very good player. Yes. At 13, the Houston Texans, their needs edge cornerback safety. How about I go, none of those positions because Kyle Hamilton's already gone Four edge rushers already went away in the top 10 <laughs> and you're sticking with Davis Mills, right? So put your money where your mouth is and let's get him a wide receiver to evaluate him. You know, I think what, who, who, who do we give him earlier? We, we already gave him an edge player, so they don't need edge anymore or they could, you could always double down. You can never have enough, but I think I'm, this might be a surprise. I'm going to go Jameson Williams Whoa. because because hear me out brandon cooks they have right he's a speedy uh-huh. guy smaller guy similar uh-huh. to jameson williams in a sense but i don't think brandon cooks is at his prime anymore uh-huh. he does get injured you're gonna need to replace him but i mean the situation here is a little bit more murky you know it's not like washington's situation where scary terry is like better than brandon cooks it's kind of like uh, jameson williams i think two speed guys on the texans not a bad idea not a bad idea at all. I love the Jamison Williams pick because, you know, it kind of shows that you still trust Brandon Cooks. You gave him that big contract. Jamison Williams will not have to feel rushed to get yeah. back to 100%. But then when you're at 100% in terms of health. You have two fast guys. It's similar to what the Chiefs players. are kind of doing where there's a bunch of fast players. And I think Jamison Williams can learn from Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks was just a little unfortunate in his career with injuries and stuff like that. Not agree with you more for that pick. That was a really good pick. Sneaky pick going against what the what the draft people are saying. I like it a lot. Moving on with 14, we have the Baltimore Ravens who need either an interior defensive lineman, edge, or cornerback. I'm gonna help them out and give them an interior defensive lineman. I think it's the best one in terms of interior defensive lineman. It's Jordan Davis out of Georgia. His player comp is Derek Brown, and he's a power rusher who is great at both taking up space stopping the run and getting after the quarterback. His one knock is that, you know, teams have no idea how much he could play. He only played half the snaps last year. And I don't know, in my opinion, though, we're in this new era where no defensive player stays on the field 24-7. So I think Jordan Davis is going to be a really amazing fit for this team. Yes. I like that. I think they have a new defensive coordinator as well, right? The Ravens? Correct. Yes. Because like Wink Martindale or something left? Left. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So okay. Philadelphia Eagles are up next, they need a cornerback, edge, wide receiver, or interior O lineman. This is a, we're basically almost at the halfway point in the draft. Uh, I'm going to ignore cornerback and edge and go wide receiver because of the way this board is playing out right now. I think, uh, you know, JJ Artega Whiteside is not the answer. I, I apologize. And let's just hope Chris Olave is the answer. He's my number Ooh. one guy. You're getting getting him as a third player drafted. He could be like the next Jerry Judy's or Justin Jefferson, kind of like forgotten first because Henry Ruggs got drafted first. I think, uh, what, CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy? 
Yeah, both of them went first, and then Jefferson went later. So, I mean, Chris Olave to the Eagles. I, I love this pick a lot. I like the Chris Olave pick. Coming up with the Saints at pick 16. Any wide receiver, an offensive tackle, or a quarterback. I think that they need to replace Teron Armstead because he walked, he went to, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Miami. They have no offensive tackle. I think you get the best offensive tackle. He is part of that top tier of offensive tackles. He's not the two best, but you get Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Big, big boy. His player comp is Loremi Tunsil. The man does everything right, especially a zone run blocker and even a really good pass, pass blocker as well. He's an offensive tackle that you can't go wrong with. And if it wasn't for Evan Neal or Ike McQuanu, he would have been the number one offensive tackle in many other draft classes. All right. I think I would have went a little differently there with the Saints, but I like it shoring up the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very solid. Now we got the Los Angeles Chargers at 17. God, I hope they whiff on this pick. <laughs> if they get this pick right, they may as well just beat the Raiders twice a year and win the Super Bowl. You stole the guy I wanted, Charles Cross. Mm-hmm. So I am going to go with the next best guy available. I think this is like a positional pick or like a positional potential reach even. I don't know, but I was not prepared to make this pick. I'm going to go with Trevor Penning. Trevor Northern Penning. Iowa. Because I think they got uh, – I think you get a bookend right tackle to pair up with, with Rashawn Slater, which is mm-hmm. phenomenal as a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. It's basically Justin Herbert's Xmas gift. It, you know, it's coming early. Imagine being an up and coming star and you're getting well protected like this. Even like Aaron Rodgers is not getting protected like this. <laughs> he, he, what commercial is he in? State Farm? He's like covered by so many things. State Farm yes, covers yes. so much. Oh, He's yes. <laughs> not protected as much as. As much as Justin Herbert, though. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, Trevor Penning's player comp is, if I'm not mistaken, let's see, what do my notes say? He is, ooh, we're gonna like this one, Taylor Lewan. Not bad, feisty guy. I'm just kidding. They probably don't compare by personality. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. For Trevor Penning, he gets better after he gets beat. Great. That is great. So if the edge rusher beats him in the first play, he does not like it. He it's not sure good. The, let me go tell Max Crosby and uh, Chandler Jones a few things. <laughs> don't don't go too hard on this guy. Don't go too hard. <laughs> Make him feel like he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on with pick 18, the Eagles are back on the clock. They need a cornerback, and that's where I'm going to tackle. They're getting Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington. His player comp is Byron Murphy from the Arizona Cardinals. He's an aggressive tackler in the run game, really quick in coverage, and he's versatile. He could fit in any scheme, inside, outside, cornerback, and his only knock is that he's small, but, you know, Darrell Rivas was small, and he played great. I'm going to be a little bit screwed here because I thought Trent McDuffie was going to fall much lower, and I had him to a different team. (laughs) So we're going to have to, you know, mend a few things later when the time comes. Mm -hmm. At 19, the New Orleans Saints. I think you you gave him an offense to tackle because mm-hmm. they lost to Ron Armstead. They're also, you know, they only have Michael Thomas. And I think a guy who's still on the board that could fit is Garrett Wilson. Great pick. Phenomenal pretty solid. Pick. I, I Pretty solid in my mind. I mean, you could, I mean, double dip, I feel, with offensive tackles or an O-lineman. But I feel like 
you would probably want to trade back if you're going to do that. And I did not project for any trade. So I'm just going to go with a wide receiver here. I love the pick Garrett Wilson. I feel like felt way too hard, but I mean, like it happens in drafts, like good players are going to fall. Garrett Wilson's comparison to Deontay Johnson. He's just so good. Great, great pick. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Deontay Johnson, though, we have the Steelers who are on the clock at pick 20. They need an interior offensive lineman, a safety, a cornerback. Well, we're going to get him a quarterback. And it's the one that they've been linked to for a very long time. It's Malik Willis. He's going to be going to the Steelers. He's out of liberty. I think that this is a really good pick for the Steelers in particular, just because you still have Mitchell Shubitsky. Malik Willis can be coached up in the background for the first two years. Don't rush him. And then he will turn out to be a really good player. I mean, I think Malik Willis could be like big men. They both got a strong arm. Mm. They're they're suffering a little bit on the accuracy, but they have a cannon for an arm. A cannon. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. At 21, we're about like two-thirds of the way through the draft now. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. New England Patriots will pick. They have a huge need at linebacker because they have not re-signed Dante Hightower. Um, and I think it's a little weird that the first linebacker that's going to be taken off the board here is going to be in the 20s. I don't think this is a deep linebacker class at all. That's probably why, but I'm going to go with Devin Lloyd. His pro player comparison, Shaq Thompson. Ooh, Shaq Thompson. Also for Devin Lloyd, one of them was Willie Gay from the Chiefs. So that's also pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you have, I think you're a little bit more familiar because you kind of handle the AFC West. So you know that. Mm, I handle the AFC West, right? AFC West. Um. With that being said, I am on the clock at pick 22. My board's a little messed up because I expected one of the premier wide receivers to be on the board just because the Texans got a wide receiver in this draft. Okay. So I thought that one of them would fall to the Packers. No. Obviously, that that wasn't the case. (sighs) So now I have to take a look. And when I look at the draft board and who's left, I see Jahan Dodson, who I love a lot, kid out of Penn State. I'm going to move down one spot and get mm. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. His player comp is Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> but, 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 but. I think that's so funny because we were in like high school and we were talking about Alshon Jeffrey. And how good he was, right? So that's, yeah. that's the image you have to remember when you pick Traylon Burks at 22 Green Bay. He's big play potential who shines when competing for the 50-50 balls and great mobility, moving in open space. Very good wide receiver. He will be there in the first round. All right. Traylon Burks. Let's lock him in. All right. So now we're at pick 23 with the Arizona Cardinals. The new quarterback. They need edge. They need a wide receiver. They need a running back. I think we'll just go corner because I don't know. I, I feel like in your division in the NFC West, there are decent receivers there. You got DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could may or may not have Debo, you know, and especially the Rams. When you play the Rams, you need corners. I think I'm going to go with a guy from Clemson, Andrew Booth Jr. Phenomenal. Six feet, born on September 28, 2000. You know, I mentioned that because can you believe? Uh, okay, before I before I go off track a little bit, his pro comp is Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins, Ooh. and uh, 
And I mentioned his birthday because I'm like, can you believe this is we're at the point in our lives where play like these players are younger than us now? It's very unfortunate. I always it's, it's unfortunate. But yeah, when you start seeing their birthdays in the 2000s, just like damn. And you're just like, oh, you're you're a 2000 kid. Ah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm old. All right. I'm but old. anyway, Andrew Booth Jr. to the Arizona Cardinals. I think they also have who's that young corner they have? Is his name Byron Murphy? Byron Murphy, yeah. Yeah. You pair him up with 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 uh Byron Murphy. It's gonna be pretty good. Pretty solid. Another, we're gonna keep it in the secondary for the pick um in Dallas right now. They need edge, but in wide receiver, eh, not really too pressing when you have like Demarcus Lawrence, you have CD Lamb, all that stuff, but you don't really have a good safety. And there's still one good safety left on the board, and that is Daxton Hill out of Michigan. His player comp is Devin McCourtney. And so he's just very fluid in space. You know, he's able to run havoc on a defense. Very excellent speed. He's a great run defender and he has four, three speed. If he's not running around the field, he's not doing his job. That's really fast. I didn't expect another safety to go off in the first round, to be completely honest. Mm, Nice. Glad I could surprise you then. I will surprise you here with the Buffalo Bills. So I literally thought Trent Duffy, Trent McDuffie, for whatever reason, would fall to them. Uh-huh. Because they need someone to pair with uh, with uh, Tredavious White, right? Mm-hmm. But looking at this, I think we can make this really spicy right now. Okay. We are going to go with an offensive weapon. Okay. Running back. I like it already. And I think this is this is about time to, to pick a running back, right? Because running backs are a little, you know, devalued now. We're getting towards the end of the draft. Let's take mm-hmm. Brees Hall. He, his NFL comps the discount Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> but I, I really think they need a number one back to step in that room because right now mm-hmm. I think you're rotating Zach Moss, you're rotating Devin Singletary. It's not, it's not the best situation. Wow, that's so – that is so interesting. He, because... he can, uh, so, oh. yes, there, there, are, there are concerns with his route running, but I honestly think it's okay. That's why you have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. You know, teach them how to route run. <laughs> Put him in on third downs. Put him on third downs. It's so funny because I had I did like my own like separate mock draft to prepare for this. I had the Bills being spicy and picking a running back. No it way. Wasn't Brees Hall. It was Kenneth Walker. Oh, you like Kenneth Walker more? I, I was like a little concerned a about more. his size. Yeah, that's the only that's the only knock for Kenneth Walker. He's a little small. Because when a guy is my height, I I I, I question. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not a knock on him this is a knock on me because if you're my height and you're playing with men that are six six oh man I, i'd lose just saying <laughs> too funny Move but either on. way i think both the guys we picked were unproven they're both unproven pass catchers exactly which yeah. is weird but i mean uh, really weird running back class if you didn't get a running back last year you kind of missed out but with that being said, moving on to the Tennessee Titans pick 26. We're on the home stretch. Only a couple more picks to go. Um, they need a wide receiver to accompany, to partner with A.J. Brown. And if A.J. Brown walks, you need a backup plan. And there's no better backup plan than Jahan Dotson, wide receiver oh. out of Penn State. His player comp is another player from Penn State. It's Allen Robinson. He's not a traditional field stretcher. Allen Robinson, like Jahan Dotson, he doesn't beat you with his speed. But I swear to God, every time the ball's in the air, Allen Robinson gets the gets the ball. He always wins the one-on-ones. 
I honestly am a little bit surprised he didn't go George Pickens. But, Ooh. you know, very interesting. I, I like the, the wide receiver, though. I like the wide receiver pick. It's almost like a Corey Davis replacement in a way. I like that. In a way. Yeah. Anyway. At 27, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit before this episode. They did not re-sign Ndamukong Sue, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. Here's a replacement for, for him. We are going to go with Perion Winfrey. I, I, I watched tape on him, I think, last night a little bit. And for some reason, I feel like, wait, there, there was the other guy too, Devontae Wyatt. That was available. <laughs> but then for some reason, like, okay, call me a little crazy. I like Perry on Winfrey. That's fine. I feel like I'm pulling a Mike Mayock right now (laughs) and it's going to bite me in the butt, but we're going to, we're going to go with Perry on Winfrey. Okay. 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 He's a defensive tackle from Oklahoma. 6'4", 290. 6'4", 290. Man, I am in a really weird spot with pick 28 because there's so many good players still left on the board. Devontae Wyatt, Zion Johnson, Tyler Linderbaum. No. It's like, do I go back? Do not do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. Or <laughs> do I get what the Packers really need and give them the edge? Well, yeah, I think you do. I really? think you do. You we're just gonna go. let Devontae Wyatt keep dropping. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna He's let him gonna be a team fall out of round one. He'll stay in round one. He has to, but we are getting George Karloff this edge out of Purdue. Very interesting player because I feel like you either really like him or you don't, which I know is like super backwards. His comparison was Justin Smith from way back. Justin Smith. I don't even remember. Um, the 49ers, Justin Smith. Oh, that that's a long time ago. That's a long time. Big, big boy. And he like literally has like one two good moves so he has like that's all you need that's all you need need, right and if he runs out of those moves then he's not gonna be there if it's not broke don't fix it it's not broke don't fix it all right pick 29 pick 29 the chiefs i really love how we're alternating picks and how the chiefs have back-to-back picks and how i get the first pick because this will dictate what you need to do exactly and uh because i get to choose i think we Okay, I don't want to say we need a replacement for Tyreek because I don't think you can replace Tyreek that easily. We're just going to get a receiver to less, lessen the blow a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think they did sign MBS, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, MBS fills in that kind of speed need. So we're going to go with George Pickens here. Ooh. I'm surprised he kind of dropped this low, but you know, I, I think it's expected because um, he did tear his ACL, but he tore his ACL in the beginning of the year. So he was able to actually come back towards the end to help Georgia a little bit in the, in the, in the home stretch. I see. I see. I like the pick. I like the pick. Well, we're in a really awkward spot because Kansas City could either go corner, they could get best player available, I think you just have to go best player available here. And you get Devontae Wyatt. Low key. Oh, say your analysis first. I mean, you go first. I feel like you've been wanting to talk about Devontae Wyatt so so much. I I just want to say that like, although I picked Perry on Winfrey first, I think Devontae Wyatt is a great player. 
I think at some point, Chris Jones is going to get up there in age Mm -hmm. and he's going to be extendable because his contract is way too big. Devontae Wyatt literally gives you the option to get rid of Chris Jones. And I know Chiefs fans, if you hear this, you're going to hate me because why would you get rid of Chris Jones? But I'm saying, hey, man, your team just got rid of Tyreek. (laughs) So low key, like this is a really good move, I think. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. Well, this is your last pick. You My get last the pick? Bengals. They neglected the O-line last year to get Jamar Chase. I mean, it was a hell of a decision because it kind of worked out, but then it didn't work out enough. They made it to the Super Bowl, and the same issue was there again. You know, uh, Burrow got sacked, like, what, like more than five times? Got thrown around like a rag doll. So we're going to pick Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa coming in at 6'2 296 pounds probably a guard at the NFL level most likely a guard because he's 6'2 300 pounds (laughs) I know since he needs help at tackle though because I think they were projected to get Panay Sewell last year but I think any form of help on the line would be a gain his player comp is Jason Kelsey Ooh, good good pick for that one and then now you can take it away with the last pick the last pick of this mock draft is for the Lions. They pick again. And I feel like we have to go safety. Just kidding. Nope, we're not going safety. We are going to address the elephant in the room. Quarterback. Something we've talked about in this in this podcast is, you know, the the, the rookie oh option, God. the fifth-year option. Oh, my God. It is. So you have to Which make it valuable. Which quarterback are you going to go with? We're going to select a quarterback, and we are going to select Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. His player comp is, I think, Ryan Tannehill. You know what's funny? I saw his player player comp somewhere else on a different website, Dak Prescott. I was like, huh? (laughs) So interesting. I feel like everyone has a different comp for all these players. Exactly. So, well, that's all that I had, Ryan. This was a really fun – I always love – doing the mock draft episodes they're probably my favorite and i like doing it. it it's a little hectic in the sense that we only have like what 30 seconds to make a decision but i like how we don't know each other's picks oh yeah that, that's it really that's messes it up the board it simulates like an actual nfl draft right love it love it okay so to everyone that has made it this far thank you for listening and hopefully you learned one more thing or two about the nfl share the podcast with your friends and follow us on twitter at that's the t 2020 we'll catch you guys again next week and that's the t and that's the t take care y'all